Welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Fred, oddly. I'm taking over for Jared this week for scheduling reasons. Uh, all right, so I am joined today by... Uh, say your names, you two. Uh, do I go after you because I always go after you, or do are we? I don't know. I, this okay. is Brandon. I'm I'm here. Is, is your I'm name? Brad. Okay, well that you that works. <laughs> uh, hey guys, how are you guys doing? I'm I'm doing fine today. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that someone took my role of just doing generally fine. Uh, how's everything going with you? I. I'm doing great. I oh like boy. the pure optimism. I'm doing pretty good. Just busy with work and life, but you know. Yeah. Making it happen, man. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Well, uh, I figure I should probably go through these show notes. Uh, Second Wind will be coming up October 15th through 16th. Uh, good luck to everybody there. And and kick everyone's ass. If you listen to this podcast, I expect you to win. Once again, uh, we are very upset that we did not get to go. Yeah, yeah. That's just unfortunate. But I expect everyone out there listening to my voice right now to win at Second Wind. Uh, there is unfortunately not going to be a tournament in Charleston, West Virginia this month. Uh, there is going to be a tournament coming up later on October 22nd at Paradox Trading Post in Washington. Uh, there are currently 14 of 24 players, and it is an LVO points qualifier, and registration is at 11.30 a.m. with a $15 entry. The event number on Longshanks is 5546. So 10 people need to join up. Get in there and get your LVO points. That one's a little far for us to drive. Uh, I looked it up. It is one day and fifteen hours. <laughs> Wait, you're not. You don't feel up to doing uh uh. What would that be? A thirty-nine hour drive? No, no. That sounds fun. Uh, that would that would be a fly if we were going, but there's no way we can go for like <laughs> something that's not a big thing. Like uh, Jared and uh, Borka went to LVO last year and they flew out to LVO. So something like that, maybe, but not for just the regular tournament. I do wish everyone luck and well, I guess only one person can win it, but have fun. That's the important thing, right? Have fun. Yeah. Go out and have fun and win. Uh, also only on one a- person could do that, Fred. <laughs> I expect everyone to win. Uh, coming up on October 22nd, uh, also is uh, at the Brooker at the Bookery Games in Ohio is another tournament that is much more reachable by us. Yes. Uh, registration is at eleven thirty, and it is a ten dollar entry fee. And uh, uh, that's oh. something I would normally try to go to, but I can't. So yeah, yeah. Have, have fun, people, and maybe I'll make the next one or the one after. Uh. Let's move on to Cerebro news and announcements. Hey, uh, so first of all, just 
the ongoing, are we going to reach the $100 so that I can make it on the App Store? We we are now further along, but we're not quite at 50% yet funding. Uh, then I made uh, two updates since last time. One of them is I forgot to add the new icon to characters and crisis cards and stuff, so I fixed that. And then the other thing is the TTS mod creators decided that they needed to put Sentinels in as two different models. Uh, so I had to go back in and get rid of all my work where I made it work with two Sentinels and two checkboxes. And I took all that out and instead added a second Sentinel in the database. So if you made a list with two Sentinels, uh, go in there, delete them, and then re-add them as the two separate Sentinels. That, is that way it'll work on TTS. Yeah, TTS wasn't as clever as you. They didn't figure well, it out as well. They they probably have two physical models different. Like the oh. models. And so they that would necessitate them adding it twice. Whereas I just had to add the card. So it didn't make sense to add it twice. Right. Um, even though even though this is the easy solution. Like if I had done this from the beginning, I would have had to do no work at all. Oh well, I, I I liked the 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 way you did it. It was very clever. Well, that's one of the reasons I did it is because I was like, this will be fun to try to code, and it was. <laughs> and then I undid it. Well, uh, let's move on to the Longshanks fact of the week. Oh yes, Longshanks. That's also me. Why is it always also me? Yeah, I think I feel like we need to 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 spread these out, like have it yeah. be. But listen, I'm just here to talk shit. All right, that's what I'm here for. Okay, so there is um, there's something else I want to talk about in the well. I'm going to talk about two things in the resources section today. So in the Longshanks tools and resources for Marvel Crisis Protocol, there is a uh, print and play section, and uh. It lets you print character trackers, so you can keep track of who has what um, uh, condition and stuff like that. And then there's rule tip cards, where uh, you can print out these cards that tell you like um, what order to do stuff in in each of the phases. That stuff is also on Cerebro, if you bring up the app. It's in the resources section. If you go to Second Wind, uh, you'll probably get a set of these where the character trackers on one side and the rules tip cards are on the back of the card. Uh, we got them last year when we went, and they're really cool. And then if you look under that, it says community resources, and it lists a lot of podcasts and uh, different things. And if you look down... Uh, I think it's the first app listed. It is the first app, the only app listed. It's Cerebro MCP. Uh, it's a roster builder for Marvel Crisis Protocol, and it's the one I use personally. So I highly recommend that app. It's the best one to use, almost certainly. Uh, I think so. <laughs> but there's a lot of podcasts on there. One of the missing podcasts is Crit Hit Wild. We got to get on there. Yeah, I could probably just send Sam an email and he'll put us on there, but. Yeah, we'll get on there eventually. 
<laughs> well, uh, all right, let's move on to the weekly topic. Uh, this is this is a topic created by Jared, but I really like this question. Uh, what character do you dread to see across the table? Why don't you start us off there, Brandon, because you haven't talked a whole lot yet. Oh, God. Uh, Thanos, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Thanos this is going to be a question. <laughs> Thanos is, is awful to see across the table. I, I feel like this is going to be a question with, like, maybe three answers. So let's let's limit it. Uh, let's not say, let's say you can't pick Thanos or Hulk. How about that? Yeah. And let's limit that by that much. God, I ain't really scared of anybody else. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean that's for real though. Like those are the ones. Like I, I mean, oh god, circle back. Let me look through the list and see if I can. Okay, uh, you want anybody. me to me though? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, who, so who do you not so want to see the the person that that just scares me every time I see them is Ghost Rider. Just every single time they are on the table, they he will just do something incredible every turn and be there's so many different ways that he can affect the battlefield. Like even his thing that uh he pays a little bit of power to hurt you if you crit. That, that's good. That sucks every time and, and it does it piles up damage a lot. Well, this he is, is the thing. I'm usually the one playing Ghost Rider. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I hate fighting against him. He, well, he does not suck. Let me take that back. He's awesome. But uh, he is scary to play against. He is, like, terrifying to see on the other side of the table. All right, Brad, how, how about you? Okay, so everyone in the local meta is probably expecting me to say Drax. And while I do hate playing against Drax, um, my answer was going to be Hulk. That was taken off the table. Yeah, Thanos so, and Hulk were definitely the two that I had a, yeah. I had queued up on that. Uh, so the one that that I am currently most afraid of out of the ones left is Malekith. And partially that's because I still haven't played against him. Oh, um, God. Yeah, I, I, I can. I can't assure you it doesn't get better once you play against him. Well, <laughs> I have tech in my list, so hopefully that's enough. Is it um, uh, the other Hulk? Yeah, I mean yeah. that is excellent tech against Malak. Yeah, <laughs> is, uh, so really... uh, I'm hoping it's not too bad when I do eventually play it. But that's that's it, Malakith. Or male Keith, as Borka says. Male right. Keith. I have an answer. Uh, okay. What's your answer? Man, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's any worse now. It probably isn't, dude, but it's going to be Miles. I hate playing against Web Warriors. Oh, that's I a good answer. Fucking playing against Web Warriors, man. Like, and it's not like they're bad. It's just like they prevent you from playing they do what they're supposed to do which is good but they prevent you from playing like the game that you probably want to play and it's it's just annoying they force you to play their game and yeah that's not fun their game's not fun (laughs) the game Uh, they want to play isn't fun yeah 
is in every one of my rosters, primarily for Miles. It gets other uses, but it is uh, Miles. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there's that. any. Yeah, because I, I honestly like outside of like Hulk and um, like Thanos, because like Malekith is in probably every roster I make from here going forward, just because like that threat's so big. So I understand that being an answer. Um, uh, and that, like he's literally like. That tenth roster spot is rarely going to be something that's so like earth shattering that it can't be him because the threat of him is going to be better than probably whatever that tenth model is. Um, I struggle with my my criminal syndicate list with that spot just because like I do for a long time I have used all ten of those models. Like if I ever play a tournament, I usually by round three I've played all ten models. Um, it's rare that that doesn't happen, uh, so it's kind of hard to fit him in. Um, but yeah, I've looked at this list and I, I, you know, I was thinking about, um, like Magneto, but even Magneto is not like, even the, like when you play against Brotherhood, it's really not like Magneto or Juggernaut or like Mystique or Toad. Like it's all of them together. Yeah. So it's hard to say just one of them. Um, no offense to like Brad, but like none of the X-Men are really that scary. Uh, well, they're not. Yeah, and it's like none of the criminal syndicate are really all that scary by themselves. Like, like damn, Miles is obnoxious, dog. Like, yeah. Like every time I see it, you know, they play some. I'm just like, fuck. It's just because like the game's different. Like everything changes. I mean, it's really it's less I've got fun. Got a surefire way them. to beat Miles. Works every time. Walk play Sentinels. Yeah, yeah, Sentinels. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. That's the one thing, because that's a that's a nice little positive. Like that, they, if they're gonna be around, I, I tell you another character. Uh, I I don't like. I hate playing against Doctor Voodoo too, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he is not like he is he's not a fun puzzle. to play. Again. Yeah, he is not fun to play, and he's not like he's a puzzle. Like, there's a movie that came out in, like the early two thousands um, called Cube. Uh, oh, love Cube. Nobody it's loves Cube. No, no, it's I not. love Cube. It is not a good. First of all, you you can love it, but it's not a good movie. I, I'm gonna. Okay, that is a fair statement. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's a fun. Cube. It's it's entertaining, I, but it's not Hyper good. Cube and the uh, YouTube Cube, Hypercube and then Cube Zero was the Cube prequel. Zero. Yeah. yeah, Cube Zero uh, and Hypercube aren't as good, but I love Cube. Uh, Cube Zero. Arguably, is the best of the three. I, I no. can. Cube Tube Hypercube is terrible. Uh, oh yeah, it's that, real that's bad. that's a good one to forget. Anyway, um, doc, that's what Doctor Voodoo feels like because it's like if you've ever seen Cube, which we're probably three of the seven people in the world that have seen it, because uh, <laughs> it's not a it's not a move. Don't go watch it. Just take my word for it. Watch on, it. It's uh, great. It's not great. Don't listen to Brad. Uh, Brad also thinks the Suicide Squad's a good movie. For that movie. Uh, yeah, and you can tell during the movie because like so they, it's like it's kind of like. It's like Saw before Saw. So, like, they enter, they're in a big cube and they enter the cube, and the trap can happen or they're safe and they go to another part. And there's like an entrance in each edge of the cube. And during the movie, you can see that they just repainted the room because there'll be different colors, um, which is fun. If you ever rewatch it, you can tell that they've just repainted the same room on set. But that's what <laughs> Dr. Voodoo feels like because you're just like, you get in and you feel safe. And then all of a sudden, it starts raining acid or spikes come out. like something crazy happens and it's like you never are safe with voodoo around um like something's always can happen and it's so yeah I, I gave you i gave you two two for on my answer 
in the early 2000s, there was like this cinematic obsession with dangerous rooms. Because it wasn't yeah. like Resident Evil, the first movie, was basically like, here's a bunch of dangerous rooms. <laughs> Uh, Cube I don't came know out 1997. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Cube 2, Hypercube was 2002, and Cube 0 was 2000. So Cube 0, ironically, was the first one that I saw uh, in 2004. Um, I never watched Cube 2, Hypercube, um, and then I watched Cube. And watching Cube 0 uh, first was actually really, really interesting. because It, it was really unfortunate because you, you figured out... Uh, because in the regular cube, like you figure out, and then like the guy, because you're just like, how did this guy get through this? Like, because if you haven't seen the first one, you don't understand how this guy in Cube Zero can like get through it and figure it out. Which is, you know, I don't care. It's a spoiler. I don't give a shit. Are they coming out with a new Go one? Go ahead and spoil it. These are 20 year old movies that Bro, are. Not- they're making a new one. I'm are excited then. Swear. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Cube, it's coming out in Japan. Oh, oh, is it a remake? Yeah, it's or... a remake. It came out in 2021. Okay. Yeah, so it's out. It, yeah, it's out. Yeah, it was the original title, so it's like a Japanese remake. It's apparently like straight up because it copied the same screenplay and was adapted by uh different... it's like what we do to japanese movies yeah i was just about yeah. to make the point <laughs> yeah it's, it's the yeah. Best grudge movie is the japanese version the best the ring was movie. the best one yeah oh my gosh the ring was yeah. so good bro they're i think they're doing it to all of them what we're off no I'm, yeah i'm sorry i went down a rabbit <laughs> no no hole, it's man. fine that's fine I, I like talking about this yeah uh, but the uh yeah it's so that's like the, the fun part is like when you watch if you watch cube zero first which you probably should like you won't understand like at all that movie until they get to until like you watch the cube so like if you're watching cube zero none of it makes sense just realize that cube's gonna solve most of those answers so <laughs> the the rich lore of the cube verse i'm so shook that they fucking they have a japanese remake <laughs> and the worst thing i'm watching the trailer and to be honest it doesn't look like it had a whole lot bigger of a budget <laughs> well uh, all right what's what's next what's next I'm... let's move on uh so the next thing would normally be uh talking about games that we've played recently but we're actually recording this pretty close after our last recording. Uh, and we don't have any, any, unless either one of you have played any games in bet- in the interim, which I don't think is possible. <laughs> not, not I, with, not yeah, I haven't. I haven't played anything, man. <laughs> you know what? I did play a game recently. I played a game of Infinity against Jared, and I liked it. It was good. That's it. That's the end of that segment. <laughs> all right, it's over. All right, move on. All right, let's move on to the character review. Now, I have to pull up Cerebro because I was not prepared because I'm a bad host. I want to okay. yell at the person who does Cerebro that the, like, it is an every kind of title list, doesn't matter, and that the blob should be with the bees. 
so Starring this character's name is The Blob. So his name begins with a T. Uh, the Blob. Uh, holy sh... Uh, okay. Uh, the Blob. And his real name is Fred Dukes. You did not know he was a Fred. I didn't know his name was Fred. <laughs> yeah, his name's Fred. Yeah, look at me. All right. Uh, so you have you not even movie seen the movie? It said Fred Walker. Uh, <laughs> have you not seen the movies? I mean, I have seen. He was in. I, it's been a long time since I've seen the X Men movies. From I can't honest. remember him in the X Men movies either. And I love yeah, those movies. I don't remember he's in X Men. Yeah, he's in Wolverine Origins, man. Oh, the oh, boxing gym. Right. How do you? That's like the, one no of the best scenes in that movie, it. dude. The, uh, that movie, movie. That movie uh, famously began. Has uh, a I terrible, tell this it has one terrible scene. I want to tell this anecdote. No, it's terrible. Uh, uh, the movie begins with a a title that says 1885. You guys, uh, are, yeah, okay, all right. They so. fixed it. Yeah, and that's been added. It, but I saw it in theaters where it wasn't fixed yet. And uh, it said 1885, and then it later showed them fighting in the Civil War. And I almost walked out of the theater right then. And I probably should have. All right. Now that we're off of editorializing. Listen, you, bo- you both said Cube was a good movie, so do not come at Wolverine <laughs> Origins like that, all right? Like, it had its flaws. Like, besides that, like, that's been changed, thankfully. But, like, other than that, like, it's a very enjoyable movie until you get to, like, the end. You got the, me there. That is like, fair the end. The end is really bad. Like, I'm not going to yeah. credit it because it also ruined one of my favorite characters. But that's besides the point. It's been fixed. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, the blob, Fred Dukes, uh, he is a three-threat character. Uh, his defensive stats are four physical two energy, and two mystic. He has six stamina, and he's size three, and he's movement small, and I'm almost certain that he's on at least a medium base. Uh, I would guess a medium base. In fact, that's what I put my 3D print on. Okay, yeah, Yeah, because... I want to say it was a medium base. We have pictures of the models, right? Yeah, it looks like it's medium next to Pyro's small. Yeah. It doesn't Uh, look large. That short move is less oppressive than if he were on a small base. Well, especially uh, when we get to special rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, all right. Uh, he starts with a physical strike, which has the basic builder rules. Uh, and uh, well pushed. Uh, he has, his spender is Thunderous Splash. Uh, it is a, a range three, weight seven, cost three. And four damage is dealt, place this character within range one of the target character. And then wild explosive force. After this attack is resolved, other characters within range two of this character are pushed away from this character short. Characters pushed away suffer one damage. Uh, his first superpower is it's called Catch Little Man. <clears throat> it is a cost three, and it's Choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within range two and throw hey, it medium. Hey, Fred, this super- I think your yeah. mic's going a little funky right now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Just, no, you're good. It's, Can you hear me I now? Was, yeah, you're way better now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, part of that might be that I'm looking at my screen 
and not speaking directly into the mic. So I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll do this as cautiously as I can. <laughs> Uh, less within, uh, all right, so choose an interactive terrain feature of size three or less within range two and throw it medium. This superpower can be used only once per turn. Uh, the next is a reactive superpower, which is ha 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 ha, that tickles. It is a cost one, and every time he suffers damage, he may use this superpower to reduce the amount of damage by one to a minimum of one. And after the attack is resolved, if the attacking character is within range three of this character, this character may push the attacking character away short. And then he has a passive superpower. Nothing can move the blob, where this character cannot be pushed or thrown as a result of an attack special rule. And then uh, I believe that the flip side is exactly the same. It is. Yes, it is. So what do you guys... All right, let's... Uh, what do you guys think about this guy? Let's start with Brandon. Uh, yeah, I, I think he... Uh, the defenses kind of scare me. Uh, the 2-2, two and two, the physical defense, the 4-2-2, two, two, the d physical is obviously great, but the, the 2 energy and mystic are a little scary. Um other than that, like I love this character. Like he has a damage reduction that I would want. Uh like it he might have the best damage reduction uh in the game. You gotta pay one, but then you can push him away. Uh yeah. And that's not once per turn. Yeah. Uh yeah, like I I'm a big fan of ha 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 that tickles. I think it's great. Uh, I love throws. Um, I wish it was character. If it was character and terrain, I, I you know. But as we pointed out over and over again, they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I know. I just which I makes been, his superpower way better. Yeah, I would have been smitten by that. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I yeah, it's. I like that everything. Nothing costs over three. Thunder splash being three is uh is really nice. Um. Yeah, I I like. Um, unfortunately, like the nothing can move the blob. Unfortunately, the it's only attacks, so like he can still be pulled by like spider people, um, yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, but a lot of pushes and stuff we've seen recently. Um, again, we haven't seen a lot of character throws recently. Uh, a lot of the pushes we've seen have all been on attacks, um, so that does help that out. Uh, yeah, all in all, I like him a lot. Uh, I think he fits in literally perfectly in an affiliation that is not his own. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a world where he'd be in that affiliation, but I can let Brad figure that out later. Um, if it's the one I think he's got a decent chance. Yeah, I, I, was, I thought he did. and Yeah, I, it's not that bad. But they didn't put they didn't put jugs in there, so yeah. But blob is, uh, I guess they probably have pretty close to the same chance. Okay, yeah. See, that's where I was. That's where I didn't know if he yeah, had more of a, a chance point. than than nah, probably not more. Yeah, so that's where I was kind of waffling on it, uh, on that. But yeah, no, I yeah, I think this like for a three point model, uh, twelve health, 
uh, is tier one in that. Um, size three is fine. I don't, I mean, size four is, is like, it's anything four or more is kind of scary. Um, at, at size, at three threat, you can't have, I don't think you could really do a size four character. I think that'd be really tough. Uh, like, and have all the rest of the stuff that he has. Um, there's not a text on this card that's bad. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts, Brad? Well, it's it's hard to follow up Brandon talking about literally every part of this card. Uh, so I'll just <laughs> there's re- nothing bad. I was I, I didn't know. I'll just, it's... <laughs> I'll just reiterate that the the defenses are a little scary. Um, yeah. His there's like a few. I try like, not to talk about the attacks for the record. I kind of left those yeah. out. Um, there's a few things like. It would be even better if, like, it didn't have a minimum of one on his damage reduction, or if it just said he can't be pushed or thrown. But that's asking for a lot for a three-point character. Like, and the only ones that have good is, there's only a couple characters that reduce to zero, right? But they all pay for it. Usually, yeah. if you pay for it, you can reduce to zero. But and are any of the? But are any of them cost less than four? Um, I don't think so. And none of them pushed the guy crossbones? away. Yeah, none of them pushed the guy away. That's what he trades. He trades yeah. the minimum of one for the push. That's gets, a pretty good trade. And he also yeah. gets the 12 health pool. Like, that 12 health yeah. pool is big. Uh, um, but this, I mean, the blob is a control piece and has a little bit of anti-control as well. Uh, pushes on both attacks. Uh, uh terrain throw uh, a push on the defense like he's a control piece um, even those which pushes is, are very controlling like, yeah which isn't quite what i expected i expected the nothing can move the blob type thing but i did not expect him to have pushes everywhere else but it makes sense it was funny because i when i saw i read this card the first time and uh for those who know me they know this i don't like to read when there's more than like one sentence so when I saw haha that tickles, I didn't even read it. Uh and I was like, man, it would have been real it, I, I was like, man, it'd have been real cool if he had a damage reduction, just like a static damage reduction. Like he'd be perfect for uh what I do in my life. Uh and I was like, I wanna go back and look and see. And then I was like, oh, he doesn't. And then I was like, Well, I guess I'll just read what this actually does. And I was like, Oh shit, it is it's exactly what I wanted. And I was like, Oh shit, and it pushes away. Oh shit! And I can do it twice in the same. Oh man, I can do this like every time. And it like because it repays for itself. So you like, really, they... you really need to read. I know, I know. Listen, <laughs> uh, I knew I was. I knew I would read it when we got on here. So I try to like save some of it. Um, but yeah, I was just like, so like, it's like, oh, I, you pay one, you take one, so you get your power back. And like, so you just you can just keep pushing people away. Uh, the within three. Um, is kind of fun uh kind of funny i like that restriction for those who do try to like your winter soldiers your bullseyes your what's the guy hawkeye characters that are sniped i like that you can't really push them away because uh, that just i like the thematic yeah they're, of it. they're too far away they've done a very good job especially on um the brotherhood members of keeping them very thematic yeah yeah. I also want to point out that Thunderous Splash also helps make up for Speed Short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he has a place. 
And it's a range that, three. Like that's yeah. it's like and the you that you can get way upfield with that. That's yeah. That's yeah, people nice. and people are gonna forget that that's a range three. It's gonna be very, it's gonna end up being real similar to Black Dwarf's um spender. That's range three. Oh, everyone's yeah. like that. I, I think every time I've ever used that spender, people are like, man, that's range three. Like, and I think that's gonna be yeah. similar with Thunderous Splash. Uh, yeah, it's also nice to see a seven die attack that costs three. It's way better than those old models like Wolverine who pay four for a six die and cost yeah. a point more. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, there. If you if you read the if you go on the the blog site, they 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 love to talk about power creep. Love to talk about it. It's not power creep. They're just like figuring out what they need to do to make characters playable. And it's yeah. been really consistent for a while now. Yes. Oh yeah. This is like, this attack did not surprise me at all. It seemed completely yeah, reasonable. Like, like the people who complain about power creep are like people who bought like the first four boxes that came out and are just pissed they haven't made like a new Thor. Like yeah. and he didn't get an update. Like, I, I just I, I it's just weird to me because like because the, the post I saw was all about is just how like Black Dwarf was so bad and I was like, yeah, I mean he's not great in Black Order, like Thanos Black Order, right. but like he's very playable everywhere else. Like people just they sassy man. The the power the power creep talk is it just I don't know bothers me. Well, I, I feel like you guys have covered just about everything. Uh, I do have a quick question. I had to take the positivity uh, it, away from, uh, from <laughs> if What's Fred going to say if you're hype on the character? Yeah, it's yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I thought about that earlier when we were talking about doing it today. I was like, man, I really like this character. I don't know what Fred's going to do if I talk before him. Cause I'm uh, gonna... I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I think about him. He's really good. <laughs> uh, the... Um, I do have a question, uh, and I think I know the answer is no. But the answer is that he would still. Well, I, I'll ask the question. Um, if if uh, Malekith uses ferocity, he would still be able to throw him. Correct. Yeah, I think so because it comes from the superpower, not the attack. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I have another clarifying question. Uh, the. Oh Listen, God! Nothing's gonna Sentinel. stop Malekith, all right? Malekith does what well, Malekith yeah. does. Uh, Sentinels—they uh, would also not be pushed by his by his ha 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 that tickles. Correct. Correct. Yes. Because it is still a superpower, even though yes. it is a reactive superpower. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I think it's good to, that we know these things going into yeah. him. Uh, but yeah, he this guy. Listen, if he stopped all that at three points, dude. Like... Oh man, he, this guy's this guy is a ton if of you, work. If you end the sentence after the word "throne," it's like way better. <laughs> if you just stop reading, I, I mean, just if you end the sentence and then just delete the rest. I bet they play <laughs> that in that version. They're like, "Nah, we gotta limit this a little bit." Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy is awesome. I mean, for three points, you just get so much table presence, and uh, he is a control piece, which is real nice. He feels. He, I bet he. Yeah, feels we don't have really... a lot of those that aren't spiders. Yeah, I think he this is going to fit in really well with like Magneto too. Like, uh, I think they've really wanted like a three-point character that's hard to remove. Uh, 
It certainly won't hurt. It, he's going to be good with Mystique, too, yeah. which is even better because he was on Mystique's Brotherhood, not Magneto. Yeah, I, yeah, and that's what I was getting ready to say. I think we're going to, especially if Pyro is a really good, like, three-threat model, like, <laughs> now we're looking at a really good, like, especially if the Sabertooth that we get um, is good. Like, we're, we're getting close to, faction. like... Yeah, we're going to get real close to, like, a Brotherhood being able to play really wide, like, uh, a like really X-Men. wide control list, like, with Mystique's control, Toad's control, uh, the Blob's control. Like, I doubt, I doubt it, Pyro would have a whole lot of control. It, um, it, he absolutely could, based on what he does in the comics. He yeah. could be control. I was just about to say that. They could go either way with him. They could do control, or they can ignore parts aspects of him and just go damage i also i like that a lot uh one of my favorite x-men gambit who's not a great character in this game i think would really benefit from a wide mystique list yeah Uh, because the things he does is not great but it's definitely better when no one's bothering him or when he's like the least threatening character also like with quicksilver Oh man. Yeah. After playing really wide like X-Men, this. I would love to play some wide brotherhood. Uh, yeah, so I really like a... it. Especially if Pyro's three, then you have Mystique, Pyro, Blob, Quicksilver, Toad. What is that? 14 points, five wide. That's a oh, good. Ooh. Oh, that's real yeah. nice. And yeah. you might as well I mean your tenth model might as well be Magneto, so you have that option. Yeah. I mean that's Depending just five, what so... else... Yeah, depending on what else is in your list, maybe you throw a Scarlet Witch or a Juggernaut uh, in there too. Yeah, at that yeah, I mean at that point you can just make seven models and then just finish Magneto, Juggernaut, like Scarlet Witch, right? Like yeah, Juggernaut's uh, also very good with Mystique because he's so mobile and hard. I to forgot remember. Colossus was a part of Brotherhood. Eh, that's not that exciting. <laughs> All right, so they have ten members right now, not counting the Blob. So like, yeah, I'll have you, 12. You only have to cut two. One of them Sabretooth. And the other one's Colossus. And the other one's Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. So you Although Sabretooth is better in Mystique than he is in. Yeah, but he's not better Magneto. than Rogue. No, he's not better than Rogue. Yeah. So then you have Toad, Witch, Rogue, Quicksilver, Mystique, Blob, Magneto, uh, Juggernaut, Gambit, Pyra. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing a yeah, it's it's that's solid. A straight brotherhood badass list. Yeah, it's it's it, we're it's it's good because we haven't uh, brotherhood. It's been the same for so long where it's like, oh, we're playing brotherhood. I guess they're gonna play Magneto and either Juggernaut, Scarlet Witch. They'll probably have Toad and maybe Rogue. Like that's been so steadily their list for or Mystique. Yeah, and then yeah, and like depending on the list, it's like Toad or Mystique. Uh, so I, I I like the I like that we're getting more of the Brotherhood, um, characters. There's we're still missing a couple key ones, but like well, Pyro's uh, boyfriend. <laughs> Who's Avalanche. Pyro's boyfriend? Avalanche. Oh, Avalanche. oh okay. Uh, I only well, know that let's... because Brad's told me like. <laughs> Avalanche is, is to be fair one of the key characters we have not got. Yeah. I did not know that. And he's gonna be super controlly. Should yeah. be. 
that's what I really like because it's funny because Magneto doesn't isn't very it's more punch you in the mouth. I like the idea that you can play both of those styles. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually excited about that happening. All right, sorry. Go ahead, Fred. What are we doing now? Let's move on to our our uh, letter grade for this guy. Uh, what do you think, Brandon? <laughs> uh, I went first last time, Fred. You're up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna give Making him an A. Eager. Damn. A gentleman's A minus. Oh, what are you giving him, Brandon? I'm <laughs> gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a higher grade than you, man. Uh, holy, holy shit! <laughs> that's why I needed you to go first. I didn't know if I would outgrade you or not. Here, I'm gonna give him an A. Yeah, I think a flat A. Um, I think okay. he's gonna. I think he's. I think he's gonna be a very splashable character in some very key affiliations. Um, and I think he's going to be super playable in his, the one affiliation we know for sure he's going to be in, which is Brotherhood of Mutants, uh, with either leadership, I think he's going to be a real key piece. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, there's, I don't think I can talk him out of like at the A range. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts, Brad? Uh, so I was going to give him a grade and then Brandon talked me into giving him a higher grade. So I'm going A minus. I was gonna give him a B plus, and he talked me up to A minus. Yeah. Okay, I feel, I feel like I've talked. I feel like I've talked people up and and down into grades. I, yeah, I just. I mean, my criteria is very simple, man. Like I have letter grades, and it's like if you are splashable in every affiliation, and like uh, you're always in yours, like that's when you're in that consideration for like S tier. Uh, but the A, it's like if you're great in yours, splashable in a lot of others. And there's nothing bad on the car. Yeah, I mean you're in that A tier, so that's that's where I'm at. I'm uh, I'm pretty sold. I think he's really good, and it's one of those. I think he's gonna be sneaky, really good too. It's not like uh, I think some people are like, oh, you know, he does what other people do, but like he's got he does a lot that other people do that like I think he's really in that lizard conversation. Um, yeah, that's exactly who I was gonna bring up. God, he's, lizard's he's phenomenal. Like I know. <laughs> yeah, like and argue he has a better spender than lizard oh uh, he's got a better builder than lizard you can push he has, lizard he has the same throw as lizard except for he can throw characters yeah, lizard you know can that. throw characters, which is huge yeah like the healing factor but you can't you can move lizard you can't move the like i said the biggest beef i have with him are those the the defenses but it's very he very much is reminiscent of you know lizard and lizard is a, probably a top three to top five three-point character and his biggest holdup is that he's only has one affiliation and yeah it's not uh, a very I, good one <laughs> yeah that is accurate uh, i i was thinking about uh like uh, in in a criminal syndicate list replacing lizard with blob and mm, and yeah, you play him side by that, side bro oh boy <laughs> uh well, a good segue into my list. Uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, what your list recommendation is. Yeah, it's it's Criminal Syndicate. Uh, it's Kingpin Criminal Syndicate specifically. Uh, yeah, he is a pretty. I, I don't know if I'm gonna. It, it it would be tough for me to play Criminal Syndicate after Blob comes out without him. Um, having Blob and Lizard. Um, 
So Blob will probably take Black Dwarf spot, which is really sad because I love Black Dwarf. Um, just being able to be a threat point lower um, and having Lizard and Blob at 6, um, Kingpin going to 10, and then um, probably another, like Shadowland Daredevil, and then like Hood or Black Cat or Bullseye to fill out the list. Like, I, yeah, it's just having characters who can sit on points and count for two and just not be like, just have that hard to move. Like that can also then fight other people off your points. Yeah. Like blob and criminal syndicate is going to be something I believe we see going forward in every kingpin criminal syndicate list. I I would be shocked if that was not the case. Yeah. I 100% agree. Uh, that when I read this card for the first time, I was thinking, Oh my god, I bet Brandon's thinking Kingpin. I, I 100% yeah. called that you were going to bring this as your list recommendation. Yeah, and I, did, I didn't want... Fred, don't act like... He yeah, and I didn't want to. <laughs> like, I really wanted to bring something else, but it was just kind of like, you know, it came out yesterday, so it wasn't like a ton, but like, yeah, I just... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where... I mean, there are probably a lot of other places, but like, the perfect fit is Criminal Syndicate with Kingpin. Um, there are other really good fits, obviously. Anyone that just wants to kind of win the points and play a little control like Convocation was one I, I thought think, about. Um, I think he would play pretty cool in Web Warriors. Yeah, Web Warriors and Convocation were the two others that I um, I had considered. Uh, the more mm-hmm. control Convocation with like Voodoo and uh, Strange One. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, I skipped over Brad's recommendation, so let's go back to that. Brad, do you have any comic book recommendations for us? No. no I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, X-Men comics are hey, wacky. Holy anyway, shit. Right? <laughs> the Blob. Okay, so I have two recommendations here. Uh, the first one is Uncanny X-Men number three. The third ever X-Men comic ever printed by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, this is Blob's first appearance. It would be hard for him to appear before the third comic. Uh, although Magneto manages it. And the Vanisher, a character no one's listening has ever heard of. But um, the X-Men go to the circus and they meet a mutant they don't know. Uh, Fred Dukes joins the X-Men, but it doesn't go very well. Uh, so that, that's your little snippet to try to get you interested in reading it. Um, it's a, it's a good early X-Men comic. Not as good as the first issue, but still pretty good. Any questions, comments from the peanut gallery? You You didn't say anything inherently sexual yet. So, so no. Yeah, we can't be done. There's no. Oh no, there's a second, there is a second recommendation. It's called the extremists. It's part of the Age of X-Man crossover where where X-Man, a character from a different X-Man, is an X-Men character. There's a character named X-Man? Yeah, that's his code name. It's Nate Gray. He is from a different universe where he is the son of uh, Jean Grey and Scott Summers. 
but okay. neither none none of those characters know about that. Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Nate Grey, none of them know that. So he's kind of an alternate version of Cable. So, uh, wait, so his name is Nate Grey, and he doesn't know that he's Jean Grey's son? No, not at first. Okay. He figures okay. it out eventually. I guess Grey is a common enough yeah. name. And he had literally never met her. So Sinister took Cyclops' genes and Jean Grey's genes and made a baby. Okay. So I'm she sure did not give birth really to him done. or anything. What? I'm sure that they would have willingly done that if he had just asked. Uh, well, in this in that universe, Cyclops is a Nazi bad guy. And Jean oh, Grey... Shit. Is dating Wolverine. Have you not gathered by now that like X Men comics are fucking wild, friends? Yeah, <laughs> they are very wild. <laughs> I, I started. I started talking about X Men. I'm like, oh, this is gonna get weird. Okay, but <laughs> this series is written by Leah Williams, and I assume it's Jorge uh, Genti. I don't. I don't know. It's J E A N T Y. Um, this uh, in this alternate universe x-man nate gray has created um because all the x-men that were are about to die so he created an alternate universe so they wouldn't die but he has um he's created a world where you're not allowed to like have a boyfriend or a wife or really express love or affection for another person and the extremists are there to make sure that that doesn't happen. So if, um, like, in not in this comic, but one of the other comics, um, Bishop and Jean Grey get it on, so they go arrest Bishop and throw him in jail, and then the whole series is about Bishop being in jail. Um, and that series is also good, but not the one I'm recommending. <laughs> so Boy. the extremists in their comic find a couple that have made a child the old-fashioned way which they do, do not do. And in dealing with that, some long-held secrets of the team members start coming out, including the one that uh, Mr. Fred Dukes the Blob has been keeping. Um, and causes some strife. Uh, people come to some realizations. Uh, there's a really good scene where uh, Betsy Braddock, who was Psylocke at the time, uh, crawls across the table talking about her uh, body issues even when she was a model and is seducing Fred Dukes, who's like really into her. Uh, but it's a really good scene. Uh, and um, then they find out some other bigger secrets about what's going on, and the shit really hits the fan, and people go wild, and it's uh, it's good. It's very good. It it escalates very quickly at the end. Um, so I I very much recommend it. That's my okay. an anti sexy time recommendation because you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you've done this intentionally <laughs> i yeah, did definitely, not he I definitely picked like 10 it. and only had eliminated the two because the rest had uh 
sexual innuendos. I don't know. No, I could have talked about the the issue where um, the Blob and Eunice the Untouchable are at least very good friends, if not fucking. But I did not even think of that issue till right now. That sounds a whole lot more interesting than the rest of the stuff we've talked about. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's during the time when Eunice the Untouchable can't eat cake. Can't eat cake? No. So the the way they defeat Eunice the Untouchable at one point, he has a force field around him, and so people can't touch him. Therefore, okay. he is Eunice the Untouchable. And so, like, you go throw a punch and you just bounce off. Um, very blob-like, actually. But they... Henry McCoy, the Beast, uh, creates a gun that turns his um, force field up, and he can't eat cake. He, like, tries to eat a cake, and it, like, keeps moving away from him, and he can't eat cake. <laughs> Damn, what I feel bad for the hell? guy. <laughs> what fresh hell and so he gives up and they arrest him <laughs> defeated by the inability to eat cake well he 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 correctly figures that if he can't eat the cake he probably can't eat anything and he's probably gonna starve to death so he gives yeah. up <laughs> fair well uh that <laughs> That was fun, and it was also fun to learn that uh, his name was Fred, which I didn't quite catch. <laughs> um, but uh, that was that'll do it for the blob today. Uh, I have a non sequitur recommendation. Uh, now I want to ask you guys whether it's acceptable for me to recommend another podcast. Namely, Is it an MCP podcast? No. Then I don't care. Okay, well, I am a huge fan of absurdist comedy, of uh, the weirdest shit possible. And so the, my recommendation for today is a podcast called the Beef and Dairy Network Podcast. Uh, this is a British comedy podcast uh, where it is, a, it is following the beef and dairy industry in Britain. And it is hysterically funny. There are sequences in it that are... Uh, I was cackling by myself in my car listening to this. It, this podcast, you guys have got to listen to it because it's fantastic. If you're into absurdist comedy, listen to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. And that'll be it. That's the end of this podcast. Well, Fred, uh, I, I have a question. Oh, yeah, you, you have a question? Yeah, did you watch YouTube poop? YouTube poop? I take that as a no. Continue. No, the answer is no. <laughs> Do I need to look this up? It was, it, was a, it was a bunch of videos early in YouTube's um, life cycle. They're probably still up there somewhere, but they were absurd. <laughs> and that was the humor. I was wondering if maybe you watched those as a young child, maybe a young teenager, and helped develop your taste for that type of humor. My taste for for They're absurd also very crude. Well, okay, okay. Uh, my taste for crude absurdism existed long before YouTube existed, uh, and it was fomented by Monty Python, so the original absurdist. 
Well, uh, that'll do it for the blob today. Uh, thank you for joining us for the Crit Hit Wild podcast. And I uh, hope you guys have fun playing your games. Go go kick ass at, at Second City in the second wind. Oh, God, I'm fucking this up. Bad time. Just have I'm good tired. games. Have good games. Have good games. Bye.